When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for having me, Joe. Hi, welcome to the podcast. I am Joe Posnanski, and with me is Michael Shore. Michael, welcome. Thank you for having me, Joe. Wow, I'm telling you, the quality of your voice. It, what do you? What is something changed? Is it? I have you, a new microphone. Thank you for asking. Yes, I have a new <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Wow. And it's very, uh, it's very fancy. It's got green lights on the side that, that, uh, and watch this, wait, I'm talking and I'm increasing the volume of the microphone and now I'm decreasing the volume. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. It's like a, like How a, fancy it is. it was doing that with your, just with your, with your, just touching it. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Imagine what would the young Michael Shore doing the podcast, you know, back when we were kids, uh, you know, we were doing it with tin cans and, and what would they have thought of this new space age microphone? You know, I, it's funny you mentioned that because one of the things we used to write about at Fire Joe Morgan all the time was like when people would compare players from different eras and they would say like, you know, if Babe Ruth were playing in this era or whatever. <laughs> and the thing I always used to enjoy was imagining like <clears throat> there was that story that Albert Pujols, I think he was one of the first guys to do this, would go after every at bat would go into the clubhouse and look at an ipad with video on it or look at a computer with like the tape like between at bats he was sure. like at bat by at bat and it really made me laugh to imagine going back in time and having like babe ruth face whoever <laughs> you know walter johnson or something and their ty cobb faces walter johnson and then he comes back to the clubhouse and you're like hey ty check out this video just so you can see how he's pitching you and how he would like lose his mind and freak out and punch you in the face and yes. accuse you of witchcraft and then murder you. <laughs> like that, that, yeah. that, that one of the ways you can imagine how different it is to be a hitter today, as opposed to back in that era is that players today can get instantaneous feedback. That's right. On the way that they're being pitched. And that is why it is so much harder to be both a pitcher and a hitter in this modern era. Yeah. One of many reasons why, but yes, I mean, uh, the, the young Michael Shore, if he had seen this microphone, would have would have equally freaked out. Would have just yes, he would have, the young Michael Shore back when we started this uh, podcast in the uh, late nineteen seventies. That's right. Would have been would have been very impressed at how uh, space age this mic is. It's, no question. It's very space age. All right, this is very exciting. We've got uh, a an incredible, wonderful, special guest with us today. Uh, we are bringing back uh, our dear friend Sarah Lang. Sarah, welcome. Thank you guys so much for having me. So uh, great to be back. It's so exciting. You're, you're back for two main reasons. Yes. One is uh, you helped us choose the recipient of the latest round of podcast Meadowlark Media uh, fundraising, which is the Eleanor and Lou Gehrig ALS Center, not the ALCS Center. That's no, it's both. Different. It's both, I think. Well, it's some percentage of the money going to the ALS Center is going to the ALCS Center. We haven't worked that out yet. Uh, and also because we just ended our related but separate podcast fundraiser raffle. That's right. We are very happy to announce that we raised over $100,000. More than $100,000. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank so. you guys so much. I mean, I was following the GoFundMe, which I know is separate. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I just could not believe how how generous people were. And, you know, I've been involved in some fundraising more so in the last, uh, you know, six months than prior in my life. And one thing that really stands out to me is when you have a fundraiser where a ton of people donate like $25. Yeah, in a yeah. lot of ways, that's almost more meaningful 
than seeing those really big donations because I think of where people are in life and what they might be dealing with themselves and having that generosity to say, okay, I'm going to put something here. I mean, I'm just so grateful for that. And it was really that kind of fundraiser and that blew me away. Yeah, we should say that that the the fundraiser uh, between those that 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 uh, gave money directly to the center, which which were quite a few of you, and those who gave to the GoFundMe, which is obviously separate from from everything we do here, um, almost two thousand people donated. I mean, that in some ways that's as cool or cooler than the overall number because I mean the you know people very much wanted to be involved. I, I, you know, Sarah, I don't know how much you were able to look at some of the comments. People um, uh, sent us emails talking about how meaningful this is because, you know, because you were involved and, and uh, I mean, it's really cool. I, it, it's, it blows my mind because I honestly never thought that any good would come out of this podcast. I, I mean, I think, <laughs> and, and yet here we are. And uh Really, really exciting. And, and you know, it really this all began because Mike Shore wanted an excuse to buy baseball card packs. That's, that's, right. re- that's, that's really right. why this whole thing even started. So let us say, first of all, to everyone who donated, thank you. Yes. That was amazing. I had it in my head, a target of $25,000. I thought if we could raise $25,000, that would be a huge success. Yes, I was even way four, higher than I thought. Four yeah. times that is yeah. uh, is truly shocking. So thank you to all podcast listeners and other Meadowlark Media listeners, Dan Lebetard listeners, everybody who donated. It was truly wonderful and inspiring and great. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Next week, Joe and I hope to pull the names of the winners we have uh, we've decided we're going to give away the five main prizes which are a card of your choice an essay signed copies of all these books we're also going to give away the Derek jeter uh mega prize which is the sign ball in the jersey and the rookie card and then we've decided we're just we're so happy and thrilled at how many people donated we're going to just give a bunch of other prizes away. It might be a random card we just send you out of nowhere. <laughs> it might be a whole box of 1981 Fleer. It might there's there's we're going to as many prizes as we can possibly just randomly send to people to That's thank right. them. We're going to do that. So what we're, what that we're will gonna be do, that'll be next week. That'll be part of next week. What we are going to do is we are going to choose a lot of random people. Uh we will just send you a note saying congratulations, you're a winner. Uh, send us your address. At that point, we're not telling you what you're going to win. No, that is good. The surprise will be when you open your pack. Uh, I was telling Mike uh, that uh, the lead singer of Kiss, uh, Gene Simmons, a couple of years ago had something called The Vault, which is this big musical box. And if you bought The Vault, it was very expensive and it was a big deal. But if you bought The Vault, you would get one. There was a little compartment on the side and it'd be like, personal item from gene simmons and that personal item could have been his rolex like he gave away a rolex like he gave away like some some very expensive things but it also might be a shoe or something he found in his closet that's basically you don't know like you might get you might get a tom glavin rookie card you might get a billy sample card you might get a a you might get this 1982 card of rick dempsey bunting for some reason (laughs) right right. i don't know why he's bunting how many times did rick dempsey bunt in his life oh my gosh you might get this 1993 tops dan pasqua that's right There's so many options for what you might get you so and and you know we are gonna choose this pot price especially for you based on absolutely no knowledge of who you are or what you want um and it's going to be great and but here's the thing whatever we send you i I think i hope it'll be precious to you except for the don ross 1981 packs that mike is going to send to some of you sorry i'm going to send a bunch of people (laughs) a bunch of packs of 1981 don ross cards and let me say in advance i'm sorry it might seem like you're being punished because of how flimsy and crappy they are but really what it comes down to is I want to get them out of my house. That's right. And so, so I'm going to send them to some random <laughs> unsuspecting people. But listen, there's another reason Sarah's here. We have to get to this because when Sarah was on with us the last time, we asked her what her favorite Mets team was. And she said the 2006 Mets team, right? Yes. Yes. So yeah. in your honor, Joe and I have purchased boxes of 2006 Upper Deck baseball cards. That's right. Today, we're going it. to open... These 2006 cards, we're hoping for some Mets 
But regardless, <laughs> this is going to be a fun walk down memory lane for you for the year that baseball took over your life, grabbed your heart, and would not yes. let it go. And so we will open these packs and we will go through these ridiculous players. These cards are, by the way, insane. They're, these they're, 2006 cards. They're like, they're so vivid and they're sharp. They're, they're, they're like, they're almost too, they, they, they feel like they should all be framed individually. Yeah, they're, they're almost too wall. nice. They're almost too nice. Yeah. They're, they're so, you know. So Sarah, the question is, who like who's the dream? Before we open these cards, what is the dream? What what is the card? Is it a Mike Piazza? Is it a? I don't even remember who was on that team. Who was on the Who was on the two thousand six match? It's a, it's it's a like, Carlos Beltran. It's got to be a Carlos Beltran. Okay, yeah. Well, we Carlos for? Beltran, obviously the future Hall of Famer, but the one I've talked about a lot recently, who was on that team, is Oliver Perez. Oh yeah, I've talked about oh. being one of my favorites, kind of a cult favorite. So I think of him. I mean, there was John Main and that team. So okay. many great names. By the way, I have to say, Rick Dempsey, 63 career sacrifice bunts. There we go. And that doesn't <laughs> even tell us non-sacrifice bunts, bunting for a hit, anything yeah. like that. I'm going to just tell you, 68 sacrifice bunts and total bunts, 68, because he never bunted <laughs> for a hit. Rick Dempsey couldn't run. The only time that Rick Dempsey could run was on the old, uh, when they would pull out the uh, tarp, uh, during rain delays, and he would run around the bases and do that sliding thing. On oh, the, on yeah, the, that was the him. Water. That was Rick Dempsey. I forgot about it. That was Rick Dempsey. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. See, now so, now, I, now, you should be dreaming that you got the 82 I, Rick I Dempsey think yeah. every, card. Look, all anybody out there is hoping is that they don't get the 1981 Don Russ pack. That's really their that's their <laughs> one dream. Every other, anything else they get, they'll know it's from the heart, but they'll know that you looked somehow at the at their, you know, their address, and we're like, Ugh, this guy's a Yankee fan, probably. I'll tell you this: if if anybody donated from the Bronx, they're getting 1981. <laughs> they're getting 1981 Don Don Russ. Don Russ, That's exactly oh, right. I love it. All right, Sarah, we're hoping that you're going to give us total insight on these players as we go forward. I am totally ready. I have oh. baseball reference open. Let's do it. This is going to be great. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get started. I'll start us. Go off. ahead. All right, number one, I've got. Jorge Sosa of the Atlanta Braves. There's the Jorge Sosa card. Oh, and then look look right away. I get an authentic game-used patch. How about Ooh. that? Oh, wow. It is a Jeff Francis authentic game-used wow. patch from, I guess, the World Baseball Classic. I guess this Jeff Francis, who I did not know, is from Canada, I guess. And uh, he was a developing southpaw at this point. Congratulations, I got this. What, what do we What do we think this is worth? This Jeff Francis, uh, um, autograph. I mean, it's not autographed. Probably I like uh, I would guess forty thousand dollars. Forty thousand dollars. You know what? I'm somebody's going to win this. Prize. Someone, someone, you got to send that to someone. Somebody, no question. Somebody's going to get this, Jeff. And then the only other card in here, what? This is a three card pack. Is that how many are in there? Oh, because the because the patch cards are really thick. They're so really they thick. So I guess that counts to... for five cards. I guess. So the only other card in here is a Mike Napoli rookie card. A little Ooh, wow, catching before catching. he before he had to move because he couldn't play defense. <laughs> that is a fun one. Oh my gosh, you Mike Napoli, have... Red Sox legend. Red Mike Sox Napoli. legend, absolutely. As I'm reading the back of his card, that he belted 75 round trippers, one word, round trippers, while driving in a total of 300 runs over six seasons in the minor leagues. The hard-hitting catcher collected a combined 60 of those long balls during his 2004 stint with single-A Rancho Cucamonga and his 2005 mm -hmm. stay at double-A Arkansas. How about that? Sarah, maybe you can look this up. In my memory... Before Napoli joined the Red Sox and was a member of the 2013 World Championship team, the Boston <laughs> Strong Year, in my memory, he used to kill the Red Sox. Like, I hated him so much because when he played for the Angels in Texas, I felt like every time he played us, he he just beat the crap out of us. And I was thrilled Let that they got us. him for the simple reason that he would no longer be able to destroy us. When he played against, he slugged right six twenty nine in his career against the Red Sox. There you go. See? Look at See? that! Wow. He hit nineteen homers against them, uh, which is tied for his 
fourth, no, fifth most against any team. And this is his whole career, so also afterward. But right. yes, 629 slug against them, that, uh, that explains it. So that was not a false memory. That was a, that was I was no. right in my memory that he used to kill. That is that's his highest slugging against any team he faced more than ten times. I wow. feel like I deserve some kind of points for this. Do we have a point oh, yeah, system set absolutely. up yet? Absolutely. Yes. What's, you, what's you our just, point you system? You get some. You just got twenty three <laughs> points. That's okay. amazing. That's amazing. All right. All, right. You wanna, really I, all I get is three cards in my pack, but that's what we got. All right, Mike. All right, you ready to open go. your pack? I'm ready to open my pack. Here we go. I've got. Tim Corcoran. Oh, sure. Pitcher for the Marlins member or the Rays. Remember Rays, him? yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, Travis Hafner. Oh. Pronk? Pronk? Nice. Was that his, wait, what was Pronk. his? Uh, yeah, Pronk. Yeah, Pronk. Yeah. Pronk. Let me just tell yeah. you, Travis Hafner in his younger days, probably right around 2006, that guy could have won an MVP. I mean, he was he was he had a crazy really good, good, couple crazy good years. Yeah, Really, really good years in his early days. I don't want to say I'm on a roll. I don't want to say I'm winning this because it's not a competition. Oh, but 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 you feel it is. It's Carlos Beltran. Oh, oh my gosh, you did it! Oh I did my it. goodness, I you pulled did a Carlos Beltran. He's, and he's blowing a blowing bubble. a bubble. Oh, That's gosh. really good. There, that that card will soon be in your possession. You will soon yes. have putting that aside. Two thousand six Carlos Beltran. Exciting. <laughs> I cannot Granderson think. That's a good one. I can't think of a player I would expect less to have the blowing the bubble card <laughs> than Carlos Beltran. That's true. That's, that's true. That's not no disrespect, nothing, but that's not that's not how I remember him you, you at remember all. Him as a bubble blowing guy at all. No. Yeah, no. You know that Carlos Beltran, when he was a rookie uh in Kansas City, he owned a monkey. He used to bring that monkey with him to the ballpark. Carlos was a very awkward guy when he was because he really had struggled learning English. And so, like, he would bring a rookie and he also, I mean, a monkey to the ballpark <laughs> sometime. And he also had like this little car, remote control car that he would like zoom around the, the ball, the, you know, the, the, the clubhouse. And he was, I love him, but he was, he was very awkward. He was young. Huh. You know what? What's funny if someone did that now. They'd be like his social media superstar. Oh, absolutely. Like that totally. would be the guy. <laughs> and then back then, that's like, oh, he's kind of awkward. He doesn't know what to do. It's so funny how that's changed. It totally. Changed. The world that the world has has shifted in favor of the folks who have a lot of quirks and kind yes. of like uh and have personality. Now that that is which, like a which is great. Yeah. Which is good. That that's yeah, a good thing. Exactly. A good thing. Listen, yeah. listen, listen. I don't want to say I'm winning. Okay. Again, it's not a competition. It's Cliff Floyd. Oh, Cliff oh my Floyd. gosh. Oh my gosh. One That's of my all time favorites on that team. And such a good guy now that I've gotten a chance to work with him too. Wow. Cliff Floyd was like a family favorite. I know my parents are going to be listening <laughs> to this. My dad thinking about us talking about Cliffy. I mean, that is Oh my gosh! And, and this this might represent his best year too. Eighty oh five, thirty four homers. That was a career high. It says on the back he led the NL with fifteen outfield assists. He had a really strong arm. He had a strong play. arm. He had a very strong yeah. arm. All right. So All right, Sarah's father, going... Sarah's father, will soon have a Cliff Floyd card in his possession. By the way, great card. He's sliding in the card. Yeah, he's sliding. The photos cool. are just so cool in these cards. All right, go ahead. Now I've got Vinny Castilla. That's fun. Sure. Nice. Sure. Very good. He would have been around for a while at this point, right? Yeah, this must be toward the end. He's on the Nationals in this. Oh card. yeah, yeah. He must be that, toward the end. That's of long, uh, long after his glory days in Colorado. All right, listen. Listen. <laughs> you're not saying you're winning this. Thing. I'm not saying that I'm ahead <laughs> or that I'm leading in the competition. Check this out. This is a star attractions card. Uh oh. Of Jose Reyes. Oh my oh, gosh! Wow. This wow. is the messiest pack I've ever opened yeah. in my life. Oh my this goodness! This must be like a this must be like a rookieish. On the back, it says New York's talented young shortstop led the club in games played, hits, and runs last year. Reyes' blazing speed enabled him to lead the NL with 60 stolen bases and pace the entire majors with 17 triples. Wow. This must look this is like a, this might be have some value. He is so young. Yeah, look how young he is. How good did you yeah. think Jose Reyes was going to be, Sarah? 
Oh my gosh. I mean, so good. I can remember in like 2004, he debuted, I believe in 03, but I can remember in 04, the whole thing with him was, oh, if he stays healthy, yeah. he's going to be so good. And I really think that 05, 06 kind of set of years, that was the peak what he could be. I know he won the batting title later uh, back in 2011, but that speed was something the Mets did not have again until maybe this year with Sterling Marte before he got hurt. I mean, that is really something that a lot of teams have been lacking, obviously, over the last 10-plus years, but the Mets had not had that in so long. But it was just so electric to watch. I mean, one of those types of players we're used to it now with some of the power speed guys, the Julios and the Byron Buxons. But it was a different kind where it was that speed and he was really good. A lot of the base stealers these days are really good at stealing bases, but not necessarily as good at getting on base, doing everything else. But he had all of that for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he seemed like he was going to the Hall of Fame. Oh, definitely. He was like, oh, this is, he seemed like Lindor, maybe less power, but like, this is 200 hits a year. This yeah, is more like speed. great defensive shortstop. More speed. still 70 bases a year. I mean, just crazy yeah. numbers. All right. Um, well, my last card is an Anthony LaRue rookie card. Sure. Finally. I love it. Yeah. Finally. And, um, and I love how a... LaRue spelled his name, too, by the way. L-E-R-E-W. L-E-R-E-W. Yeah, it's very well, good. Sarah, you have you are the you're going to be the proud recipient already of a Beltran, a Cliff Floyd, and a Jose Reyes Star Attractions card. I'm putting oh, these all aside. For this you. is good. This is gonna be so good. I mean, that we're not we should end this right now. We're not gonna open a better pack for Sarah. <laughs> no, there's an there's an Oliver open. Perez out there to be had. So we're all right, we're, yeah, we're, good point, we're, good we're gonna keep going. All right. Uh so the first thing I got is did, I don't know, did you get any these Ticket to the Hall contest cards? Yeah, I got a couple of... I got one of those in a pack I opened yesterday. All I was right. bored and I just opened a pack, but uh, I don't really <laughs> understand it. I don't um, understand I just, it, but apparently I could win two tickets to the Hall. I'm going to send this in and see uh, what I can get. <laughs> All right, we got Kansas City's uh, Tony Graffinino. Uh, nice. Which is, which is delightful. Good period piece. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I covered Tony Graffinino with the Royals. Yeah. The Royals at one point, I don't believe they ever had Graffinino and Gruzelanic at the same time, but uh, maybe they did, and and that would have been really cool. Oh, here we go. I got a Matt. Aaron Hellman. Aaron oh Hellman. Oh, my gosh. Aaron Hellman. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm not going to say. I was a fan back then, and uh, Aaron Hellman was not the most reliable reliever. And, uh, <laughs> so diplomatic yeah. of you. 2006, Sarah had some thoughts that uh, 2023, Sarah won't share. But Aaron <laughs> Hellman is a a hallmark of that team. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Have you, yeah. That team would not have been the same without without a, no. a little Aaron Hellman out there. Uh, Jeremy Burnitz was a good player. Jeremy, yeah. uh, Jeremy Burnett's right. Didn't Jeremy Burnett have? You know, if I'm not mistaken, he's thirty home run seasons, right? He's J E R O M Y. I right. was about to say, I love the spelling. He's one of those guys you'll always remember. It's spelled that way. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Burnett's he, he had more than three hundred home runs in his career. Three yeah. fifteen. Was that something like that? Was it three fifteen? Three fifteen. He had one, two, three, four, five, six. 30 homer seasons and the oh. year was 27 pretty close yeah Isn't that crazy like ralph kiner famously had whatever it was seven in a row with 30 or more and he was like well this is like the greatest home run hitter of all time <laughs> and like jeremy burnitz had six and yeah. no one even remembers <laughs> all right john grabo i don't have a big john grabo memory or anything wow. but uh he I was with the, pirates, with the pirates for a while uh the cardinals gary bennett uh was was there don't remember him catcher. at all. I don't remember either of those guys too much. I do remember Scott Schoenswice, of course. I mean, oh, that's... Scott Schoenswice. Yeah, I mean, he obviously. was a Met. He wasn't a Met that year, I guess, but he was a Met in that era. Scott Schoenswice on the Mets. 
do not remember that at all. That is the <laughs> was team. Was he an angel? Am I crazy or was he an angel at some point? He was. That's his baseball reference page. He started. He with was the Met yeah. the next year, 07 and 08. So the okay, two so yes. teams that blew the division late. So he went to the Angels <laughs> to the White Sox, the White Sox to the Blue Jays, and the Blue Jays to the Mets. So very good. Mm. All right. We got a little uh, uh, Ryu, a little uh, Jay Cook Ryu. Nice. nice. And then uh, we got uh, Wade Miller. I mean, you know, I don't. I think that's how you end it with the Wade uh, Miller had a shoulder thing, right? Wasn't that his? Wasn't that he was like a he was like a fireballer, and then maybe he had sh- shoulder. Yeah, like Wade a Miller with the Astros thing, and then... yeah, with the Astros, he was good. He was a good pitcher for the Astros yeah. for a while there, and then and then I think he might have gotten hurt. Yeah, that's exactly right. All I right. Feel like in my memory, because he, he played for the Red Sox for one year, and in my memory, he was like a reclamation project where he yeah. Was, he had a fireballer, had maybe rotator cuff or something, and then came back and was like, for the Red Sox, was throwing like, you know, 88. 88, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's too bad. All right. He, he next. Was very good for what year. He was. He was very good for the Astros. Yeah. All uh, right. What do you got? Are you done? Is it my turn? All right. It is your Here turn. Go. Here we go. I'm hoping for one more Met to really <laughs> solidify my lead in this competition. Your win. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Bernie Williams right off the bat. Ugh. Oh, wow. that makes you happy. Get out of no, here, Bernie. Nothing makes you happier than having a little Bernie Williams action. <laughs> Does Bernie Williams someday get into the Hall of Fame on like a veterans committee, a crummy veterans committee vote? What do you think, Sarah? I don't I don't think so, but I actually think he's a better Hall of Fame candidate than other people who will get in. Like I am very surprised, and I know this is you know, people completely disagree with me. To me, Bernie Williams is a better candidate than Je- than Jeff Kent. I think he he basically hit three hundred for his career. He had whatever twenty four hundred hits ish. Right, was a was a power hitter and speed guy when he was young. He won some Gold Gloves. He was not a great outfielder Teams at the end of his like career. Every everybody on their team scored a hundred runs every year. Like, yeah, because they just yeah. their offenses were so good that they they yeah, all they he all drove in a hundred. He drove in a hundred a bunch and and hit some power, had some speed. I think he was a really good player. All right. I got Brandon oh. Lyon, the pitcher for the Diamondbacks. Look how ugly those Diamondbacks uniforms are. My oh, God. Gross. Just gross. How did we how did we allow this? Because <laughs> they're, the like the yeah, they're the Diamondbacks. Yeah, they do. Nobody cared. Yeah. They look at they looks a lot like the Rockies. Those those yeah. like what a bad aesthetic that was. Morgan Ensberg, second baseman for oh, the wow. Astros. Hey, Morgan Ensberg was a good player. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got an Adam Wainwright rookie card. That's oh, pretty good. That's Very really good. cool. Very that good. is a future Hall of Famer right there. Number 70. Look at him. Yeah. Look at the uniform. That's Number amazing. 70. I love it. Wow. That's I hope a he's card. a Hall of Famer. He's a great guy. I hope yeah. he's a Hall of Famer. I don't know that he Ooh, is. Look a Hall at of this. Famer. Star Attractions Dontrell Willis. Oh, very wow. good. That's very cool. Very cool. I'm you're rolling. Winning. You got you're, you have to admit that I'm winning. You're rolling. Well, you you've gotten some yeah. really good ones. Yeah, you've got some good Hank, ones. Hank Hank Blaylock. Remember Hank Blaylock pinch hitting a home run off Gagne in the All-Star game? Sure. Sure. Yeah, ALY. That, that was important because that was the first this year it counts year. And the Red Sox, I wanted the Red Sox to get home field if they made it to the World Series. This is how psycho I was. I was thinking <laughs> in July, like, the AL needs to win this so if the Red Sox make the World Series, they have home field advantage in the World Series. And then they did. Then, yes. It doesn't yeah. matter, but they did. Yeah. And finally, the ageless wonder, Tony Clark. Oh, Tony uh, Clark. Wow. Similarly now, uh, crappy Diamondbacks uniform. Yeah, very, very dead uniform. And, of course, uh, now as important as anybody in baseball. So there you yeah. go. Excellent. All right, here we go. We got some Russ Springer action with the Giants. Right. I am not doing as well. Uh, <laughs> Gabe Gross. Really? Gabe Gross? Phillies? Uh, it was on the Blue Jays no. then. I think oh, he might have oh, played with the uh... Phillies later. Was it? Did he have a brother? He might have had a brother that was also gross. Kevin. Was Kevin Gross's brother? <laughs> I don't think Kevin Gross. I don't know. They all have. Oh, Brian Sweeney. There you go. Little, nice. little Brian Sweeney. Steve Traxel. This is not a great pack. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, to you. but you're getting the Mets, the former and future. That's At true. that point, what was he? Had he been on them yet? No, he was. This it's a Mets card. It's That's a Mets, a Mets card. card. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He had been on the Mets for yeah, a few I mean, years. You liked him. Yeah. You liked Steve Traxel. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, you got even, one. Even the young Sarah was like, "Eh, Steve Traxel. That's fine. Whatever." Um. Yeah. All right, Gary Majewski. 
great. Nice. Yeah, not not really great. Oh, <laughs> Roberto Perugine. Perugine. Some hmm. reason he got a cool sideways. You are card. getting you are getting some <laughs> random. I'm ass getting dudes some very right bad cards at this moment. <laughs> um, Cole Hamels. Talk about guys that that you know wow. are not going to go to a Hall of Fame, but could. In fact, I think this is a Cole Hamels rookie card. What well, wow. says on it? Cole Hamels rookie card. That, there you go. Then, that Cole Hamels rookie not lying. card. That Cole Hamels rookie <laughs> card matches your uh, Adam Wainwright rookie card. I would think. Yeah, that's really cool. You Wayno, think about Wayno's the world. Don't you think Wayno's better than Cole Hamels? Don't you think? You look at their numbers. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. And Hamels had the. I mean, they both had great postseason moments. But Hamels had that one postseason when he won MVP of NLCS and World Series. Right? He was. He was both. Yeah. Uh, and then Eric Milton. Just a little Eric Milton action. So nice. <laughs> not 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 the most thrilling pack ever, but uh, Cole Hamels, good player. No, no, I like the uh, Hamels one. I like the way of Hamels and Wayne, right? Hamels is working out, trying to make his way back. Wayne is doing one last ride this year. Kind of fun. That's very cool. Yeah, which which fun. which one of them uh which one of them has the the better Hall of Fame case there, Sarah? I mean, having not pulled up their pages there yet, I think of Wainwright because of the staying power, because in this time when, you know, it's not Hamill's fault, he was injured, he got older, all of that. But I think of the fact that he and Melina were there for so long together. I think, uh, you know, those intangibles probably help him. And of course, winning the World Series and all of those, you know, multiple. But Anything about Cole Hamels throwing a no hit? I mean, I I can see it, but yeah, it's pretty close. But I agree yeah. with you. And the one thing that you said is that's one hundred percent right. Is Hamels um, uh, has been injured and dealt with it, but it's not like Adam Wainwright. He was one of the unluckiest pitchers in baseball. He just kept coming yeah. back, right? I yeah. mean, yeah. 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 that one year that he lost the whole year because he got hurt on the first day of spring training, and then he had another Tommy John and. But he just kept yeah. coming back. And by the way, just the best guy. Just the best guy. He also has that thing with Yachty where they have the most yeah. starts yeah. throwing near each other. Like yeah. I feel like that's the kind of thing that Hall of Fame voters like. It's like winning as pitcher <laughs> of the eighties. It's like meaningless, but also it's like it's like a narrative that I think yeah. people enjoy. So Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I like um, it. Listen, I wanted to tell you some facts about Gabe Gross. Please, which please is, do. Please do. <laughs> Gabe Gross, this is the most early 2000s baseball thing I've ever seen. Okay. December 7, 2005, traded by the Blue Jays with Dave Bush and Zach Jackson <laughs> to the Milwaukee Brewers for Lyle Overbay and Ty Taubenheim. There we go. There we go. Fantastic. Game also, gross. one of his most similar batters, Damon Buford. Oh, <laughs> you can't get more meaninglessly early 2000s baseball than that. Gabe Gross, a first round pick out of Auburn. Yeah, boy. I was about to say first round pick 2001. Nice. I mean, do you think that Gabe Gross has ever been discussed? For longer on a podcast than he just has been on this one. <laughs> well, I no, and no. I'm gonna and I'm gonna add something else to the Gabe Gross thing that I'd love Sarah's point of view. Anytime you go to a baseball reference page and on the top among the the, the positions that they list for you is pinch hitter, you're awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always yeah. love it. So he is an outfielder and pinch hitter. Now that's basically- I know. I love I love the idea of kind of not purposefully, but like gaming the system, whatever the equation <laughs> is, that you have to have done XYZ for at least. 40% or whatever it is. But yes, sometimes you see pinch hitter, pinch one or whatever it may be. And of course, when pinch hitter is the first one, you that's get a little concern. No, that's but, the uh, best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, Mike. Uh, I, I don't want to say I'm winning. Okay. It's not a competition. Right. It's it's Kazuo Matsui. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Look at I that mean... swing. Look at that sweet swing. 
He's drilling that ball up the middle, man. All right. Casual. What did he do? He hit home runs in his first plate appearance of the season, back-to-back year or something like that. Let me look Ooh, this up. But he, he did a thing like that. When we look at guys like Homer on opening day, multiple years, he did something very cool with that. Very sort of uh, under-discussed. Let's see. Home run log. All right. While you look that up, I'll show you Mark Kotze. Oh, there you go. That's a, that, You can't get more mid-2000s than Mark Kotze. Nope. Uh, can you? Here's Raphael for call. Oh, <laughs> Raphael for, for call a lot. Like, uh, I mean, he was, he looked like he was going to be a superstar. Yeah. Superstar. He had, he had, he had 194 hits in 03. And how many stolen uh, bases? In his first six years, 40, 22, 27, 25, 29, 46. Yeah. He had speed, and and a little bit of power. He runs. Right. Man. Right. Yeah. He was, I yeah. thought he was going to be a star. Oh, here's so, Derek Lowe, Red Sox legend, Derek Lowe. Red wow. Sox legend. There you go. Dodger. On, yep. on the Dodgers yep. at this point. Yeah. Or did you figure so it out? Kaz Matsui homered on the first pitch he saw in the big leagues. He oh, homered nice. on opening day in Atlanta off Russ Ortiz. Top of the first. Uh, looks like he may have even. Yeah, he was leading off. So it's the first pitch like of the season. All wow. of that. And uh, then he homered. On opening day the next year in 05 as well. So there was the wow. thing with, you know, Matt Stomer on opening day multiple years. He did not hit that many home runs, but I'm just kind of eyeballing. And some of the names are pretty fun. He homered off Randy Johnson in nice. 04. That's nice. And Mike Messina. He also right. homered off Adam Wainwright in 08 and then Scott Schoenweiss, who were just discussing. <laughs> you know, it's all there. I mean, we're 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 nailing this right now. Oh, we are absolutely <laughs> nailing this. Here's Kenny Lofton. Oh. Something interesting about these uh, 2006 separate cards. Lofton in the car in the picture is a Philly, but down here he's, he's a listed as a Dodger. Oh. Yeah, they did. They did that a lot on these cards. Well, especially with Law. I mean, Lofton moved so around so much at that point in his career uh, that uh, they couldn't keep up. <laughs> Here's Luis Matos. Sure, sure. Sliding, Great. sliding successfully into second. Is he sliding? It looks like he's crawling to second at this point. <laughs> Maybe no. Well, I think he just slid and is popping up and looking he's back to right yeah. to see where the ball yeah. is. Yeah. I don't. I, 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 this is not a competition. Okay. 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 Let's just stop. <laughs> Everyone stop thinking of this as a competition and just enjoy the fact that I just pulled star attraction, Carlos Delgado. Oh, wow. You've really got the Mets pack. You are down the Mets. I mean, so look, this is what I'm wow. talking about. Look at the uniform. Yeah, he's smart. a Marlin in the uniform. He's yeah. a Marlin in the uniform. He, well, yeah. could he join them for 06? Right. Whatever. He didn't want to join in 05. And then he came that year, that offseason. I, I think I told the story before, but I I went to a Red Sox game with my dad. Or probably, I mean, he was on he was on the Blue Jays, so it must have been earlier than this. And we we were sitting right by the pesky pole, like in the second row. And Carlos Delgado was up, and he hit a ball that never got more than twelve feet off the ground. <laughs> right. And as soon as he hit it, I thought that ball is going to murder me. That is heading right towards me at 185 miles an hour. And its oh, intention yeah. is to murder me. Yeah, that's right. And it came, it like, it curved, 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 curved. And I, I reached up with my, with one hand, it hit the palm of my hand oh. at 185 miles an hour, Right. bounced out and popped gently up in the air. And the guy right behind me just went <laughs> and caught it in his two oh, hands. No. And my hand was sore for a month and a half. And the guy behind me had a Carlos Delgado foul ball souvenir. How old were you at this point? Well, it would have been probably, I was probably 26. Would be okay. 26, right. 27. So that guy was like, that. he didn't care at all. No. Yeah. Did not care at all. No, no give it to the kid. None of that. No. There's none no of that. Kid. I was yeah. way too old for him to think, uh, like, oh, that <laughs> cute little boy deserves a souvenir. <laughs> you know. And then my final card. Another great name from this era, AJ Burnett. Oh, AJ wow. Burnett. Oh, yeah. By the way, Carlos Delgado, that's a guy who has some Hall of Fame creds for, yeah. for numbers. You yeah. know, you look at his career. Yeah. 
he right. to me falls into the like most feared hitter that dumb argument definitely. yeah he definitely. was yeah. one of the scariest hitters in the league for oh, a very yeah. long time and it's very amazing how under discussed he is i mean no one talks about how it's great true. he was yeah it's, it's yeah. true and he was truly truly great all right, I'm gonna here look we up go. Carlos Delgado stats while you open this next pack of cards. Yes, yeah, so let's get to the because I've got Pete Orr, and we're not going to discuss him. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, here we go. The Scott Pudsednik launches one for the ages uh, home run. Ooh, oh, from the 05 uh, World cool. Series. That's cool. He became a fan favorite for his speed and defense, but then he oh. hits the. The big home run. Very, very good. That is every bit as surprising a World Series home run as Ozzy Smith's. Don't, wouldn't you say, like, of all of the guys on that well, West yeah, Side but team? Ozzy's wasn't in the World Series. Ozzy's was in oh, the oh, right, right, right. Uh, NLCS. NLCS, right. Yeah, I think Tom Lawless probably has. Well, you know what? I wrote a book. I, I didn't mention this to you before. <laughs> but what? I, I, I know. I know. I wrote a book called Why We Love Baseball. And uh, maybe I rank the the five most unlikely home runs in baseball. I'm just saying. There's Which a is Scott Pudsednik maybe making uh, an appearance? You know what? I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking. I'm not talking. Uh, your uh, last book uh, your last book was 1,600 pages, correct? That's right. Baseball 100? That's right. That's right. How, is this one longer or shorter? This one is considerably shorter. This one is, is definitely more in the... Well, it's only fifty moments. Well, it's actually more, but it's it's fifty moments uh, as is rather than a hundred players. Plus, I was like, you know, one of my all time dreams is to go on a plane and then be sitting next to somebody who pulls a book out of the bag and it be my book. Like that's sure. like that's never happened to me. I've never had that happen. Uh, there was no chance that was going to happen with the baseball one hundred because you, you, <laughs> you couldn't even carry it on. It was not even. It was too big to be a carry on. So I'm hoping to make it a smaller size, kind you could take to the beach maybe, and and uh, very exciting. Are you going to exclusively fly to like baseball cities to try Good to idea. track I'm, someone? I'm down? literally going to get on planes, and I'm never going to get off. I'm like I'm just going to keep going from city to city until I finally. If see you one did that during spring training next year after the book has come out yes you would have a good shot you gotta yep. just go back and forth arizona florida <laughs> back and forth you'll get there you'll get there yeah. Eventually just fly, fly back and forth from phoenix to orlando or whatever like over and over again someone will do it but the other thing is so many people read on e-readers right like i have your book the longer book in my Kindle, luckily, yes. you can't tell how long it is while holding it there. <laughs> but so, yeah. are you going up to people who have Kindles and saying, "Hey, would, you read give, me there, your, buddy? give me your Kindle"? Yeah. <laughs> no, I I listen, listen, listen. I would never do that. Now, I'm not saying that I wouldn't look over my shoulder <laughs> if somebody's sitting next to me and they're reading on their Kindle. I'd be like, eh, "What are you reading?" You know, and then I see like you know, <laughs> Tony Robbins or something. It's not good. Uh, all right, we got Sergio Mitro, which tells you that I'm not doing as well uh, Mitre, with my cards. Right? Mitre, in my memory? Mitre, yeah. It is Mitre, Mitre. right, correct. Yeah. Uh, another Vinny Castilla, just just, <laughs> just just what I needed. Oh, here's a great 19, I mean, 2000s guy, Esteban Loaiza. Esteban oh, wow. Loaiza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, oh, I, when you picture Esteban Loaiza in your head, what uniform is he wearing? White socks. Yeah. That's right? what I, yeah. think too. I think so. Yeah. I think White Sox. That seems to be the one that. Well, uh, was that one that was A's? It was on the A's. He was yeah. on the A's, yeah. and, and really, yeah. he wasn't on the White Sox that long. Oh, but he 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 won twenty one with the White Sox. That's why I think of him. I think uh, with the White Sox, but he won twenty one games that year. He was good. Esteban Loaiza was good. Hey, look he at this. Good. This is going to go to Mike Shore, a Boston Red Sox Manny Ramirez uh, card right there. Hey, very oh. nice. Nice. Look at that. Look at that follow through. Oh, I God. was about to say that swing. That's just that so swing, baseball. I love the, it. Here's the craziest thing about that card. It's a checklist. It says checklist on there. Yeah. What does that mean? But it's not a checklist. It's just it's it's just a man. <laughs> what's on card. the well, what's on the back? Among the top oh, I guess it is about the team because it is a team checklist. So wow. Oh, that 2016. My gosh. They won the World Series the next year. And here are the team checklists from there. Alex Cora, Alex Gonzalez, Coco Crisp, Dave Risky, Doug Mirabelli, Josh Beckett, mm. JT Snow, Rudy Sienas, Willie Mopena. I mean, this is Willie Mo. That's not that's not the. I went best. to batting. I saw batting practice at Fedway one year, 
uh, one game, and William Pena hit seven of the farthest balls. Oh my gosh! Balls yeah, they, they, legendary, legendary. Yeah. Uh, that. All right, Joaquin Benoit. We got a little Joaquin Benoit. Oh yeah. But here's sure. here's the thing. I, I I don't know this because I don't know baseball cards. But I'm just going to say, if this is a contest, maybe getting a Justin Verlander rookie card is the best. Whoa! Thing. That's a good one. Oh, my god. That's gosh. like 15 points. You just got 15 points wow. of catching 15 up. 15 points yeah. and catching up with my Justin Verlander rookie card. Put that aside. That's a good thing to send to some random person, a Justin Verlander rookie. Some random person I have a get suggestion that. for who to what send that to. I'll tell you after. My uh, own mention of me here, actually, because he'll be listening. My sixth grade English teacher, who is the reason that I realized I could become a sports writer and who is mm. a huge Detroit Tigers fan. Nice. I'll give you his address. I guarantee he donated. And uh, Mr. Backrack, I know you're listening. He is a huge <laughs> of the podcast of all the things I've gotten to do. Over the course of my career, we keep in touch. He's a big baseball fan, big sports fan. I think the thing that was the most all caps kind of text was, oh, my God, you're going to go on the podcast. That's <laughs> amazing. So I think if we can give Oh, he's him getting the Verlander card. That's it. He, that you, will be. Just, just tell him to keep his eye on them. Oh, you'll send us his address. Yeah. Keep, keep his eye on the mail because he's getting this Justin Verlander card. That's happening. Good. Good. All right, Mike. And All right, that's turn. the year, by the way, that I was, is it? I believe, oh no, that's not the year I was in his class, but he came with us when we went to game seven of the 2006 NLCS. So oh, just to kind of put that all together. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, here we go. Oh, Justin Morneau. Oh, there you go. That's his, his there you go. third year MVP winner. MVP winner, Justin Morneau. In, exactly incorrectly right. awarded MVP winner, Justin Morneau. <laughs> but who should have <laughs> won it that year? Oh, any of the, about 11 other people. <laughs> well, oh, oh, I meant to do this. Sorry, Carlos Delgado. This, this is crazy. Why isn't Carlos Delgado in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> That's a good question. 400 and, 473 career homers. That's right. More than many Hall of Famers. Almost mm -hmm. all Hall of Famers, yeah. 483 doubles. He led the league in RBI one year. He had 1,500 RBI career. He had 1,100 walks and only 1,700 strikeouts, which is yep. pretty amazing for a guy who mm -hmm. hit with his power. Yes. His career, his career OPS is 929. His career OPS plus is 138. That's right. One again, again, I'm just going to tell you yet again, I, I don't want to be sound like I'm picking on Jeff Kent. How the heck does Jeff Kent keep getting up in these conversations? And we're leaving guys like like Carlos Delgado that just in the dust. We're not even talking about him. He hit 38 or more homers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven years, including yeah. in his second to last year when he was 36. Like. This is a Hall of Fame baseball player. You want to you want to do something? You want to compare him to Fred McGriff, who just went into the Hall of Fame. Ooh, you know, yeah, same position, and same position, same kind of player. Uh, now look, McGriff played in a different time, somewhat, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not saying Carlos Delgado is not a better player than Fred McGriff. It's pretty close. Man, oh man, I didn't realize he had that many homers. Oh yeah, seventy three. That's a lot of. And and, and, he, and a he, bunch he was of out of baseball at he was out of baseball at 37 like if he had if he hadn't been hurt and played two more years he'd have 500 he'd be in man all right what do you um, got <clears throat> i don't want to say i'm winning this contest oh, no. i really don't i hate to uh -huh. say that i'm winning i know you do but i just but i just got my cameron oh oh my gosh just look at that card that's a great card this is a great card in the mad helmet with the padre logo yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look at he's look at that that's a great this is a great card because he's really centered good. in the frame with a huge wonderful smile surrounded by his teammates having clearly just homered yes he's high-fiving everybody uh who is that sarah can you identify the player is that who's in the back with the aviator shades on you know what Edgar looks like Alfonso? no it looks like uh ramon castro maybe oh maybe oh you might be right yeah Wow, good. If you if you're right, this that's one of the greatest <laughs> calls of all. <laughs> well, I gotta check if like he was seventh on Met, this. man. You just get right. yeah. Ramon Castro was on that team. It is definitely him. <laughs> 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 all 
You just correctly identified Ramon Castro for <laughs> sure. an image on a baseball card from 18 years ago. This is why she's the only one on the Sarah Lang scale. That's, That's amazing. You should be awarded a Nobel Prize for that. That's insane. Uh, Edward Encarnacion on the Reds. Nice. Wow. I like uh, that. Yeah. Brian Robert. Bullington rookie card. I don't remember Brian. Oh, I do. I remember Brian Bullington. Yeah, yeah I remember him. Yeah. I don't have a lot to say. Oh, about. another, uh, not a Met in this photo, but Preston Wilson. Wasn't he on the Met oh, yeah. for a while, or am I making that up? He was on Maybe he Mets wasn't. At, was he was, right? At yeah. one well, he's, point. He's, yeah. he's Mookie's son, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he's he's got a tight connection to the Mets no matter what. I want to say he was like a 2000s Met, like early in his career, let's say. Yeah, the Mets drafted him. So yeah. he was yeah. on the Mets. Like, I, Oh my gosh, I think of him as a Met. Do you know how many games he played with the New York Mets? How many? Uh... Eight. Eight <laughs> <laughs> He played eight games as a New York Met. Before wow. being, I assume, traded, as I scroll here, to the Marlins. Wow. Fantastic. He was traded May 20. Oh, my gosh. He was the setup trade to. No, he was in the Piazza trade. Oh, he was traded. With the Marlins? May 22nd, 1998, with Jeff Getz and Ed Yarnell to the Florida Marlins for Mike Piazza. Wow. I saw wow. the date, May 22nd. I know Piazza debuted with the Mets on May 23rd. So there you go. Wow. So you so let's just quick quick review. You correctly identified Ramon Castro <laughs> in the background of a baseball card. Then you remember that Preston Wilson was a Met and he played a total of eight games for the Mets. That's what we're that's what we're that's the level of fandom we're dealing with here. That's what we're dealing with here. <laughs> Oh, Ooh, Danny gosh. Heron. He was a good pitcher for a while. Danny yeah. Heron was a very good pitcher. Started an All Star game. Great. Did he really tweeter. started? Yeah, he started an All Star game. In fact, it was the year. Wow. It must have been. I can't even tell you. It was 2009, because the question was whether or not he or Zach Greinke should start the game, and uh, and Greinke was like, "Yeah, let Heron start." He didn't want to start. The I game. don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I love he, that. he totally did not want to start the game, but uh, but yes. Yeah, so he is. Uh, Terrific pitcher. Terrific pitcher. All right. So I've got two more packs. We have to wrap this up because Joe has to get somewhere. Yes. So I say we each open two packs and talk about the five most interesting people that we find inside. Okay. And then uh, and then we'll we'll call it a day. All right. I'm opening a pack right now and I'll I'll tell you the most interesting people. Oh, here we go. Um <laughs> so I had already gotten a Steve Traxel card, which obviously excited everybody here. Yeah. But I had not gotten a numbered Steve Traxel card. So this Ooh. is numbered. This is number 151 of 299 Steve Traxel cards wow. in the entire world. So that is going your way, Sarah. You're going to have a, a Some, delightful... Well, someone should get both the Steve Traxel and the numbered Steve. There should be a Steve <laughs> Traxel prize package. All right. Let's see. Is there anybody else here worth talking about? Uh no, uh, not going to say maybe not uh, anybody worth talking about here. Uh, oh, here we go. I got a Ryan Howard Grand Slam card. Just a little. Oh my gosh! From when Ryan I have a had... Ryan Howard story. So Ryan Howard, I want to get the year right. So my dad and I went to a game in September in two thousand, and it must have been two thousand four when he was like a September call up and. He hit this massive, massive home run, like okay. one of the most towering home runs I've seen to center field at Shea Stadium ever. And my dad and I are just like, who is this guy? <laughs> this guy is going to be a problem. And then the next year, of course, he's the rookie of the year and he's tormenting the Mets as a member of the Phillies. So, um, we always think of that without Ryan Howard. He was what a what a tremendous 80, 80 mm -hmm. power on that guy, right? Oh, 80 power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what 80 power looks like. Is oh, yeah. what did he hit? Did he hit 59 in a year? 57? What did he 58, hit? 58. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also yeah. have a speed to burn card of Ishiro. Look at that. That's a oh, sweet. Ooh, I like that. That's, that's a sweet cool. card. 
Ishiro, did Ishiro have speed to burn, would you say? Yes. I yes. love that expression. I love the expression of speed to burn. Speed yeah, to burn suggests speed to burn. Speed to burn suggests what? That like there's too much speed, right? They don't they, yeah, they don't even he's need got, all of it. He can burn off some of his speed and he <laughs> yeah. still has plenty of speed. Yes. All, all right. right. I got some good cards here. I got right. Moose. Uh-huh. Uh oh, Mike, Mike Musina, Hall of Famer, Mike Musina. I got Jason Schmidt, who I once saw one hit the Red Sox at uh, AT&T, whatever, Pac Bell Park. And Again, very, very good player. Very good yep. player. I got the mayor, Sean Casey, looking very oh. mayor, mayoral <laughs> in this. He, is, <laughs> in this he is indeed looking mayoral there, for sure. I got a Bobby Abreu star attraction card. Oh, oh. look, Bobby very Abreu nice. was a great player. Bobby Abreu was not a star attraction. Check this out. This is amazing. This is more for me than for Sarah. But in the same pack, I got Orlando Cabrera and Nomar. This this right here represents (laughs) one of the most important moments in my life, which was July 31st, 2004, when this beloved superstar was traded for this essentially nobody. And the Red Sox infield defense got so much better that they won the World Series. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you to both of you. Thank and you. Then, oh, neither no, no, no. one of them in a Red Sox uniform in the uh, no. in the cards. No. And then right. I also got uh, Julio Lugo. Oh, very oh, nice. Wow. Very nice. Classic. Classic. Like, when I think of a raise, a devil raise uniform, Julio Lugo is in it. Like that is who yeah. I think of. Okay. Good call. Good call. In, in this pack, I did get somebody I'm very excited about because I think this will mean something to Sarah and it means something to me. A Brian Bannister on the Mets rookie card. Oh my gosh! Ooh. I was and look at that. Is he pitching in San Francisco? There, he I is, think he is. I think you're right. I think you're right. And he goes on to work for them, right? Didn't yeah. He? Oh. Doesn't he? Maybe currently. What are yeah, my I mean, favorite? He my was favorite so people. much fun. That was. Oh, we're gonna have a great pitcher. This is amazing. I remember going to a Brooklyn Cyclones game. And they have a couple of numbers retired, and I believe one of them was his. Wow. A couple of years Whoa. later. Nice. So very cool. And, I mean, he does such a good job kind of talking about the game on social media oh. now. I love it so much. He's one of my Very good ambassador. Good ambassador yeah. for baseball, Brian. Yes, Bassett, and yeah. one of my favorite people. I, I loved him so much that when I first started uh, doing my, my blog – I would do something called the Banny log where I would literally write about every one of his starts uh, separately, uh, which, which really made him laugh a lot. Uh, I also got a Ken Griffey Jr. Run producers card. Oh, isn't that nice? Let's, let's How many runs fancy. do we think he produced that year? Let's see. That year they said because he had 92 RBIs and 85 runs scored. Uh, but they say he displayed familiar form that year. It's real one. In 2006, I didn't realize that. Uh, good to the end, have, man. He didn't have that many good years with the uh, with the Reds. All right, one I more. I think pass. that was kind of the last Griffey year. Yeah, I he think was so. an All Star in 07, but 05, the numbers you read, that was kind of the last big. The last time that he was really Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, although he did hit 30 homers in 07, but yeah. All right. All right, one more pack, and then we're gonna then we're gonna call it. This is our one last meaningless right, while thing. You're opening, while you're opening that, here's our one last meaningless thing. It's more 2006. <laughs> we're, we're more, more 2006 I got a cards. I got a numbered amazing greats Raphael for call oh, card. Very for nice. 137 out of 699. So now we can have a Raphael for a call price package. We can yes. Nice. <laughs> I got JT Snow. Now, what do you think of JT Snow? What do you think about? Not that picture. Not standing <laughs> Not that picture over a just... base, kind of bent up like Call, he's calling he's... time out after he slid into second. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I That's think not of... what I think of. No, I think of JT Snow saving Dusty Baker's kid. Yes. That's yeah. That's exactly of right. Yeah. Of I think of him grabbing a small child <laughs> by the shirt and yanking him out of the way of a of a person who would have. <laughs> broken him in half yes that's right hit him at full that speed small right. child now in the uh, nationals organization that's right with the california golden bears yeah that's right Very and finally good. i got a i got hall of famer frank thomas look at him oh, oh holding wow up the trophy. holding up the world series trophy from the year before what a great thing at the very end of that career he was on that team he stayed with that team 
he was, he's on the A's in this card. Yeah. But he stayed with that White Sox team for what, 16 years or something. He was there forever. And at the very end, he wins a ring. That is, that's a truly great baseball story. That's yeah. what's supposed to happen. I mean, if yeah. you don't win five World Series and be a dynasty and everything, that's how it's supposed to go. That's, that's, exactly that's right. sort of how it went for uh, Carlos Beltran, but not exactly. Yeah, but kind of not really, yeah. But not, but not exactly <laughs> as feel good a story. All right. Uh, all right, Franklin Herman, Jeff Cirillo. Oh my gosh, Octavio Dotel on the Yankees. How about wow. uh, that's that's no good. Uh, Channel Park, Channel Park was a fine, uh, fine player. Oh, we got a little Miguel Tejada. Uh, then Fernando nice. Nieve. I I don't uh, have a strong memory of Fernando Nieve. Uh, and then we got a. Rick White. All right, what team did Rick White play for? I want to say the Phillies for some reason, but I don't know. Sarah, you have a guess? I don't have a guess. <laughs> the Cincinnati Reds for Rick White. Oh, I was and then, close. And then Ben Johnson. I'm, I mean, 2007 not that long ago. I've never we heard have of. To, we have to go back to Rick White. Rick White played for the Devil Rays, the Pirates, the Mets, the Astros, the Rockies, the Phillies, the Cardinals, the Reds. Oh, he did play for the Phillies. Very good. Cleveland, <laughs> Seattle, and the White Sox. Whoa! Oh, my God. I mean, that's not, you know, upper, upper end, Edwin Jackson, but that's a lot of teams. That's a lot of teams. How many, how many at-bats did he get in his career? He was a pitcher. Oh, he's a pitcher. How many, how, many, <laughs> how many games did he pitch in in his career? He pitched in 613 games. Oh, that's way more. That's way more games. 12 years. Pitching. Yeah. But that many teams, that's what, 60 games a team, I guess? Probably something like that. Yeah. So he was on Pittsburgh and the Devil Rays for three years each. So he pitched in like 120 plus for each of them. And then the other teams, it's like an average of 30-ish. Mariners, it was six games. But other than that, they're all like 20-plus. Wow. All right. I also got a very, very cool card that is directly related to this new book. Mike, did I mention that I wrote a book? I don't know if I told what? you. What? Yeah, I don't know if I told you this. Directly related to this, this is a very cool card. Uh Albert Pujols hitting the home run against the Houston Astros. Oh, wow. wow. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm That's not saying great. that moment is in the book, but pretty good chance that moment is in the book. So, <laughs> so very, very cool. Mike, you have any others to open for us? I only have one other card that's worth mentioning, which is a uh, Xavier Nady card. He's on the Padres, but listed as a Met. Yeah, I was going to oh, say he became yeah. a Met. Look at that photo. <laughs> what is that's that photo? photo? What is What's he, behind him? I believe he is rushing in and catching a like a low liner and the uh was he a center fielder or a, a right fielder or a left fielder? I don't remember. More of a left more of a left fielder. He's, I it's thought. it's two outfielders who are going for the ball and he cut in front of the other one and the other guy's backing off in the classic one hand up like whoa, like whoa pose as Xavier <laughs> Nady catches the low liner with intense concentration. All right, I, I but do. Have, yet, but the point is, yet another Met. I pulled yet another Met. You pulled yeah. out yet another Met. All right, I want to mention one other card that I got because I just picked it up. The Babe Ruth card, which says on the bottom, "Ruth, a regular long ball threat." Oh. You'd have to say that's true. That's that's not false advertising. Qualifies as a regular yeah. long ball threat. He Babe was, Ruth. Yeah. He was a long ball threat for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I thought he hit a few home runs in his career, so that's not yeah. bad. All right, All right. Well, well, there we've we go. Done great work. We've done great work here today. Let's review what we've learned. <laughs> Number one, Carlos Delgado should be in the Hall of Fame. That's right. Yes. Number two, Sarah Langs is soon to be the proud owner of, among other things, a Kazuo Matsui 2006 Upper Deck card, a Carlos Delgado Star Attractions card. That's right. A Mike Cameron card. With who was it, Ramon Castro in the back? In the background. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That, that, this is your look. I know you've had already a very long and storied career as a baseball analyst and researcher and journalist. 
This is your greatest accomplishment. It's your high moment. It's it's your, it this is, is the is. absolute high water mark of your life. <laughs> that you looked at this Mike Cameron card and I said, "Who's that in the background?" And you said Ramon and Castro, and then it turned out to be right. That's right. That you'll never, you'll never top that. You could do this for another <laughs> thousand years. Carlos Beltran card blowing a bubble, Cliff Floyd sliding into second, and a Jose Reyes Star Attractions card. These are all on their way to you. Also a Brian Bannister uh, rookie card and a numbered Steve Traxel card. I mean, I don't know what else you can give that. Somebody, I guess, uh, somebody very close to Sarah, who has been a big part of Sarah's life, will get a Justin Verlander rookie card. How about that? And somebody out there is going to get a Jeff Francis card with the game-used patch that he wore for Canada during the uh, 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 World Baseball Classic. So so we've learned a lot today, frankly. We really have. This has been a great day. (laughs) (laughs) So much to be done. So Sarah... Cannot thank you enough. Thank you for everything, uh, but especially thank you for being here with us today. And uh, we'll get you all that stuff. It's going to be great. Get us, get us the information of your uh, your old teacher. We're gonna we're gonna make his day. Oh, and thanks once it. again uh, to everybody who donated and helped our, our fundraiser be so successful. Hundred thousand dollars going to the Eleanor and Lou Gehrig ALCS Center. It's very studying exciting. the feasibility of nine game ALCSs among, <laughs> among, other, among things. other things and still amongst other things. And and their slogan as always putting the NLCS center to shame. As as always. <laughs> oh just just it's again get your act together NLCS Center. <laughs> get your act together. Do, do something. Do something for once. And next week we will uh be on here we will start picking some winners. Uh, and in the meantime, if you happen to get an email from us saying you won a random prize, uh, just all you have to do is send us your, your it's, it's sort of like the old days of the baseball cards where you sent in like the little card to get, yeah. to, to get a thing. So all you have to do is send us your email. I mean, your, uh, your physical address and you will get a random prize selected just for you. So there we go, Mike, as always, thank you. Thanks for having me. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.